Welcome to London Riverside Church Podcast. We hope you've had a great day. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hi, good morning, everybody. Uh, you're joining me today on my daily routine. This is what I do most mornings. I walk from my home uh, to the church office, and uh, it gives me a chance to consider what's coming up in the day and also to pray into what's happening. And I thought on this Vision Sunday, maybe you could uh, join me and I could share a little bit of my heart about where we are as a church. And that's what the Vision Sunday is about, isn't it? We take stock, we realize where God's brought us to and what God is leading us into. And so I'd just like to share some of those things. You know, I shared a scripture two years ago from Joshua chapter 13, where God speaks to Joshua. God's people have come into the promised land. They've taken new land. They've had great influence and brought transformation into the place that God had led them. And yet in Joshua 13 and verse one, God says to Joshua, there's still much land to be taken. There's still great areas of land to be taken. And I want to encourage us because God wasn't telling Joshua off for not getting the job done, recognizing that how far they'd come and all that had been accomplished. But there was a reminder that there's still more. There's still more. You know, I've been speaking recently about coming into a spacious place that God is leading us to. And so in Joshua 13, there is this reminder that there is still much land to be taken. And so I want to encourage us with our vision. You know, I see that we are extending our reach and we're also seeing attenders becoming Christ followers. Those two things are very key to what we're focused on as a church at this time, to extend our reach and to see attenders becoming Christ followers. And we're going to unpack what, of, what that looks like over the next two Sundays. Now, regarding the pandemic and these strange times that we've been navigating together, we know that we've experienced some loss. It's been painful for many of us, but also for many people, it's been very disorientating. And even as a church, we've had to adapt and navigate to things that we never really expected to have to do. And I believe that we've done that well. And I really believe that in all the difficulty that God has helped us through in this last two years, uh, there's one thing that's definitely for sure, and that is we've become much stronger. We've become closer as a church family, and we've become stronger as God's family. And I'm believing that's really setting us up. I don't wanna suggest when the pandemic is over or anything like that, but I do believe as we go through this next stage that we can have a fresh resolve for what God has called us into, a fresh resolve to accomplish that which he has purposed in our lives as a church family. So I'm really believing that now is the time for fresh resolve. I'm really believing for what God is going to do in and through us as we head into this year. It's not to ignore the difficulty, it's not to ignore the things that we're still having to navigate, but it's recognizing that God's purposes are still alive and well. And God's heart for our town and the surrounding area is just as it's ever been. And we need to pick up his heartbeat for his creation, pick up his heartbeat for his people. And I'm just believing that the kingdom will come in and through us this year. So I often think when I'm walking in the morning that each of these homes represents, and I'm careful which house I point to, maybe some of you live along this street, but in each house there's, there's families, there's individuals that need to know the love of God. And I'm just so convinced, often we think that people have rejected Christ, but I often think that's not the case. Admittedly, many people try to ignore him, but you can't, you can't reject someone if you haven't met them. And believe part of our mission, part of God's heart that needs to be our heart is for those that have not yet met with Jesus. 
And we know that when you meet with Jesus, he can bring restoration, he can bring healing, he can turn things around. Here we come to know the purpose why we're on this earth. And so that's my hope and my, my prayer for all the families, the different people here in Dagnam and the boroughs and the area where we, uh, where we live, that they'll be reached with the love of God. You know, Dagnam and this area of east side of London is just so many houses being built. But again, it's not just about houses, it's homes. It's people that need to meet with God. It's the transformation that God can bring in so many lives. And so we need to recognize that we are placed in such a strategic place at this time. God's positioned us in such a perfect place to reach his people and to bring the good news of Jesus and to meet needs and see transformation in our community. So what am I saying? Let's have God's heart for his people. You know, I'm reminded in John chapter 4, some of you might know the story where Jesus meets with a Samaritan woman. His disciples are traveling through that area. It's uh, the heat of the day. They recognize they need to get some provisions. So the disciples go down to the town and to get the sandwiches. And uh, Jesus is left there at the well with a Samaritan woman. And Jesus begins to speak to her about the water. And the woman's surprised that he's actually talking to her because, I mean, Jesus is doing what he does so well. He breaks down barriers. He's breaking down a racial barrier. He's breaking down a religious barrier. He's breaking down a cultural barrier right there in talking to this lady. And in that conversation, uh, as they're talking about the natural water, Jesus makes it known that he has living water and that she, her life can actually be turned around if she would come to him. And in the process of that conversation, she comes to a revelation of the love of God. And what happens in the story is she runs back down to the town to let all her friends know who she's met and the difference that he's made in her life. And so, of course, this is just an amazing encounter. And so the disciples come back to the well and they see Jesus and they, and they say, Master, you, you, need to, you need to eat, you haven't eaten. And Jesus says these words, he says, I have food that you don't know of. So the disciples come back to Jesus and they've got the food and they say to Master, Master, you need to eat something. And Jesus says, I have food that you know nothing about. And they're looking at each other, they're like, what's happened? We went to get the sandwiches, did someone else get him some food? How comes he's saying this? And Jesus says these words. He says, my food is to do the will of the one who sent me and to finish his work. I don't know about you, but sometimes we get so engrossed in something, we're so excited about something that's happening that we forget to eat, we forget to get, to, to get something to drink. And Jesus has just been energized by this experience. He's actually sharing uh, the love of God with the Samaritans, the people that people, they weren't expected to be hanging out with the Jews, but uh, Jesus has shared the love of God and they've responded. And he's beginning to see a harvest, maybe in an area that he didn't realize would happen so quickly. And so he's so excited about this, about the fact that that is what energizes him and that is what keeps him going. That's the heart of God for the harvest. And then Jesus says, don't you have a saying that it's four months and then the harvest? And so what, obviously in the natural scheme of things, you have to sow and then you have to wait some time before you can reap. But Jesus is recognizing that he's now in a season where they're both sowing and reaping. He tells his disciples that you are reaping uh, where others have sown. And yet at the same time, you are now sowing the good news as well. So I believe as London Riverside Church, we are in a season where we are both sowing and reaping. 
we are reaping not only some of our own endeavors, but reaping what generations before have sown in our community. And I want to encourage us at this time to be both sowing and reaping, recognizing that God will give us a strategy, God will give us the openings, the favor. We've spoken so much and prayed through the fact that we are in a spacious place where God can really uh, see his will be done in and through us. So I want to encourage you in all our endeavors as London Riverside Church, that we're going to be both sowing and reaping this year. And I'm believing that God will continue to add to our numbers and even teach us what it means to multiply as the months unfold. So it's exciting times, friends, and I'm so pleased that you've been able to join me on some of my walk this morning. I thought I'd do that a little bit differently uh, this time, and I trust you could hear my heart for where we're at and where we're heading. And uh, just the one small thing, kids, please look both ways when crossing the road. <laughs> I, don't know you know, I don't know if you noticed that, but uh, uh, our media guy was literally walking backwards the whole way with someone guiding him so I could cross the road. But uh, yeah, I looked at it and I thought, oh my, I didn't even look. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> God's good. God's good, and he's, he's working something special amongst us. I really believe that. So in uh, the next few minutes, I just want to share some highlights of uh, things that are coming up uh, this year, uh, particularly in the area of extending our reach. Okay, so next week we'll be looking at the, about how attenders are becoming Christ followers. Uh, but this week, just to highlight some of the things around that whole area of extending our reach. And the first thing is simply this, and it's not the church program, it's our spheres of influence. Spheres of influence. Before we talk about any programs or any meetings that are planned or anything like that, we, Monday through Sunday, have spheres of influence. We have places where God has put us. We have giftings, places of work, families that we're raising, communities in which we live. And that is our sphere of influence. And I want to encourage us all, and we'll talk about this more as the year uh, unfolds. But, you know, we get to extend the reach in the areas where God has placed us. And God has placed us in more places than just here on a Sunday morning. Is that right? And most of our week is not in this room. And I'm very grateful for that because actually the work of God uh, and, and, and the mission that God has given us as a church family includes wherever you find yourself on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. It's about the spheres of influence that God has placed us. Now, we might be trying to change our sphere of influence. We may be uh, trying to get out of it and into a different one. Uh, that might be the case. But wherever God has placed you, we can extend our reach. So I want to encourage you with that, and we'll talk more about it. Uh, so spheres of influence. The second thing is really to continue to maximize our Sundays. Uh, you know, every month we look for the opportunity to uh, to have an event that happens where you can invite people to hear the good news, where they can get to know who Jesus uh, really is. But you know, what we've realized is Sunday by Sunday is always the opportunity for someone to meet with Jesus. And so I want to uh, encourage you that although every month there's always some special event happening uh, that you can invite people to, every Sunday there's the opportunity to meet with Jesus. You know, we don't need to be shy about who we are and what we have in, in the family of God. And, and, and to worship him and to share. You know, when God's word makes sense, that comes alive in people. You know that? 
You, you know, even if they're not sure if they know Jesus or if Jesus is for real, the Word of God can make such a difference. So I want to encourage you of our Sundays. Every Sunday is an opportunity for someone to meet with Jesus. Now, what we started to do last year is regarding our baptisms, we're going to be having more of those through the year. So the next one is on Easter Sunday. Easter Sunday, but what a great day to get baptized. We celebrate the risen Christ, okay? So if you're not baptized yet, uh, sign up, let us know. Love to baptize you on Easter Sunday. If you know somebody, give them a nudge. Not right now, but, you know, on the way home. Uh, no, seriously, though, we're, gonna, we're looking forward to baptizing more people this year, and we'll f- plan times through the year when that can, uh, when that can happen. The other thing is what we're calling all-in Sundays. Now, all-in Sunday is basically when we get to be all together, okay? Because uh, if you only come to the 9 o'clock service, uh, you have no idea how, how large and growing our church is, uh, unless you're serving across the services involved in different ways. So we want to make sure that we meet at least two or three times a year all together in one service. And so then that will happen on the 6th of March at Robert Clark School. We've arranged there. So I know we get to go party in the park in the, in the summer, but in March, I'm not so sure if it's going to be raining or not. Okay, so we're going to be under the roof uh, together on the 6th of March at Robert Clark School. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. And of course, as I've just mentioned, uh, in the summer, I think the 17th of July, we're planning party in the park. Now, some of you uh, that have been in church longer, you'll know exactly how exciting that can be. Uh, maybe if you're new with us and joined us over the last two years, you have no idea what we're talking about. Well, here's what happens. We basically have one service, not in here, out there. So the other side of these walls, out on the park, is where we have our church service, and we picnic afterwards, and there's games and activities and all kinds of stuff for the kids. Uh, so we are looking forward, very much so, to having Party in the Park uh, this summer uh, on July the 17th. So another opportunity for us all to be together. Uh, also coming up this year, and I won't go through all the dates, but you'll, you'll, be, uh, you'll be aware it's the, uh, the, the Platinum Jubilee for the Queen uh, in May. And so obviously we're going to look for ways in which we can engage with the community and serve and celebrate together on that occasion. So really... Like I said, I don't want to list every single date to you. That would be pretty boring this morning. But just to give you a couple of highlights of where we're heading, what we're planning in order to maximize uh, the times that we meet uh, together. Now, the other area of uh, extending our reach is, of course, in serving the different uh, people groups. And we as a church have obviously done this for a long time in Obviously, we know that we serve our young people, our youth, our kids. Uh, uh, we, we do things for seniors. We're looking for ways into, to reach into different people groups and serve the different people groups in our town. Of course, you know, Ace Life just goes from strength to strength. Uh, and, and just amazing to see them gathering here every, every second uh, Thursday. Uh, but one of the things that just started at the end of last year is what's called Linked, which is for our students, okay? So that's for our 18 to 23-year-olds. And we're just giving a fresh focus on that, that age group that Reg is heading up. And they're meeting again uh, on the 27th of January. So if you're in that age group, you know people are in that age group, bring them in, bring them along. Let's, all, let's help them to connect uh, together. Linked for the students 18 uh, to 23 uh, years old. So another really exciting thing that, uh, is what's happening with Little Footprints. And so I'm just going to uh, let Abby uh, introduce us on the video clip. And she's also going to update us on what's happening 
uh, with social action. Hey church, Abby here and as you can see I am standing in the entranceway of the check-in point for Tenacious on Sundays but also for Little Footprints which is our parent and toddler group during the week. We run on Thursday and Friday mornings at 9.30am to 11am and we have so many families from the community that come here to join us. All we do is we just sing some songs, we play with the parachute, we play with some games, we do craft activities and we have some snacks. It provides the kids a great opportunity to build friendships with other children their age and it also provides the parents with those same opportunities as well. So if you're a parent or a carer, then you're welcome to bring your kids along, your babies and your toddlers. And if you're a church family member today and you would love to be involved at helping at our Little Footprints parent and toddler group, then why don't you look on the website, find out how you can volunteer, and we would absolutely love for you to come and join us in our Little Footprints family. Brilliant. Well, I'm just in Store City now, our food bank here at the church, and I'm just here to tell you a little bit about what we do as part of our outreach as a church. So first of all, we've been going into our local hostel. We've been running basically a tenacious program for them with our kids team. We've been doing craft, games, activities, and we've been doing a preach for them to tell them about Jesus as well. Really our aim as a church is to show love to those in our community. So going into the hostels all started because of Love the Borough last year. Now if you were involved last year you would know that it was a fantastic opportunity that we had to close church for the weekend for services and instead of meeting together for services we just went out and loved our borough. We had loads of different things for people to get involved with, whether it's going to the hostels, doing some DIY for those in need, or litter picking. There were so many things going on. And this year we've got some of the same things and also some other projects for you to be involved with as well. So why don't you sign up when we get through that in the year and help us to love our borough. So as you can see, I'm currently sat inside the Store City room. And I just wanted to tell you a little bit about how Store City has been getting on over the last year. Over the last year, we've distributed over 550 food parcels to families in need in our town. And that's helped over 1,000 individuals. We've partnered with so many different organisations to make this happen. We've partnered with our local council, we've partnered with local primary schools and secondary schools, with Morrisons and Lidl and Co-op and so many more places have helped to make this happen. We've also got a whole heap of wonderful volunteers that each week help distribute the food, sort out the food and even go and collect food from the local supermarkets and schools. If you're interested in getting involved in this project with us, then why don't you head over to the website because this is something you can even get involved with now. So it just gives you a little idea of what's been going on there. Again, we could spend a long time reporting all that's going on with our social action, but I just want to give you a highlight of how it's progressing. And with those, some of those figures, I want you to know that the demand when the pandemic began in 2020 is still constant right through 2021 and into this year. So the amount of need that there is and referrals that we're receiving to help people in a very practical way is still at a very high level. And so there's still much to be done there and to build those connections uh, in our community. And uh, I just want to highlight also, if we go to the next slide, regarding uh, Love the Borough. 
You know, I believe it's very significant for us what we did last year in that we said, okay, and we know last year to meet on a Sunday was precious, wasn't it? Because a lot of the time we couldn't do that. But it was very significant to say, okay, we're going to close uh, those doors. We're going to open some other doors, but we're actually not going to have our services, but we're going to get out there and serve our community. And I believe that's going to be very important. We do that again this uh, coming June for the whole weekend. And uh, I believe it's worth it, friends. I believe it's, it says something about what we are as a church. We are not here for ourselves. We, are, we, we were not created and called into the church family to simply look after ourselves. God is looking after us, so we are blessed that we can be a blessing to others. So we've got to motivate ourselves. We've got to action ourselves to do that sometimes. And I believe Love the Borough is a great opportunity uh, to do that. Also, in the area of social action, uh, our CAP course, our CAP life skills, uh, actually the next one is this February, okay, the 10th of February. So if you know somebody that you want to invite to attend that, has some great response uh, from the CAP course. We've even had, uh, uh, on the last course, someone that made that decision to follow Jesus through, through doing that course. A very practical course in helping people manage uh, their finances, maybe on a low income, and, uh, but yet also finding some purpose in life. And uh, we just, we're just up front. We're Christians. Cap. Christians against poverty. We're not hiding the fact that we love Jesus and we believe that there's a wisdom of God, a very practical way to help us in our lives. So that's cap also under the banner of social action. Now, let me just move on to uh, another area of our town, a brand new area of our town, and that is uh, Bean Park. Now, there are different... Uh, Areas that are being built up at the moment. You know, I've mentioned it before. There are currently, I think it's almost 40,000 new homes being built in our borough. And so there's a lot of new people going to be moving in and a lot of people that we need to reach out to. I just want to focus in on Bean Park for a moment. Uh, some of you will be familiar with that along the A13, as you can see on the map uh, behind me. And just part of that industrial area that's been transformed into a, uh, a new uh, place where people are going to be living and are already uh, living there. Now, at Bean Park, it's very much in our heart that we uh, reach into that brand new community. And uh, the Emmanuel uh, Community School have reached out to us and said, the Department of Education have asked us to lead, uh, run a school in that area. Will you partner us, with us as a local church uh, uh, to, to help with the governance of that and to help uh, see that established? They've said, of course we will, because we're already praying for Bean Park. So if you want to tell us about a school being uh, started there with a Christian ethos, then fantastic. Well, let's get behind that and let's work together. And so that, and now here's the thing. I want you to pray because the plan was that it would open in September 22, but the planning, the, the building has been delayed, so it's not going to open until September 23. So there's a sense in which, oh, you know when you just about get excited about getting on, on board with something, and we just have to wait a moment. But actually, we're not going to wait. We're going to start to pray, listen out this year as we begin some prayer initiatives for that area, and just begin to share the love of God and to pray into that brand new part of our town and believing that God's going to do a great thing. And it's just so good that we can partner with the school. So do pray for them and the, go the governors and the establishing of that school there. Such the favor of God is upon this school. They, they already have a school in Walthamstow and just great standards, great uh, feedback from everything that they do. So we're very excited to be uh, partnering with them. And let's just see how we can uh, share into that community and what God will lead us into in the coming uh, months. Another area, of course, you all know is that we are well and truly online now. 
Okay, so that is not slowing down. And even though we've got much more freedom to be in person, our online, uh, uh, should I say, our presence online has become so important. And I just get really ex excited and encouraged. I, I heard just two weeks ago someone that had watched our online service that goes out at 1.30 and they'd, uh, they'd replied online to say that they'd prayed that prayer to follow Jesus. And I think, yes, come on. That's so good when you hear of that. Come, Yeah, come on. It's great, isn't it? It's great to know that that happens. And also, you know, when we're online, people find out about us that are looking for church or they want to uh, get back to church, as it were. Sometimes people walk away from their faith, don't they? They walk away from that walk with God, that close walk, and then, and then they realize when they move home or they move somewhere else, something's missing. And where do people go now to find stuff? Well, sometimes they walk down the road, but very often they go online. And there they are, we're there. So it's so important we're going to continue. As you know, at the moment, we're looking to appoint a new media uh, developer, and we just want to keep that ramped up. Uh, it's a very important part of how we are reaching and extending our reach. Now, just finally, there's a little joke in my family because the first time as lead pastor I, I got up and shared on a, on a vision Sunday, I talked about the missions plans that we had. And I think pretty much two weeks later, the whole country shut down and we haven't flown anywhere for two years. <laughs> as there's a standing joke in our family anyway that I got to uh, uh, announce something that was impossible to do. But mission is still our heart. Mission is still what we're about, and mission is still part of what we're working towards in our giving, in our support financially, and also in uh, leadership uh, support, and also in going. Now, many of you may already be aware that of our partnership with Sebony, uh, the uh, church in Concarno in France, with Jose and Valerie. They're going to be with us uh, preaching in April. In fact, in April, we're going to have a missions month, so different uh, missionaries are going to be joining with us in the month of April. And uh, just very exciting. Uh, we financially support them monthly and we are, they're seeing some growth and they're online as well and new families joining their church. So it's an exciting time for them. But we want, it, we want you to know we, we meet with them. We, they, they, you know that they visit, visit here. Sometimes we go there if we can. But actually there is a strong partnership there to see that church thrive uh, in that corner of France. Uh, the other uh, missions work that we are very much connected to is, in, uh, is Watoto, which some of you are familiar with in Uganda and also now in South uh, Sudan. And the projects they have and creating villages where uh, uh, children are raised and, and, and not just simply, not the orphanage model, but actually a community model. And uh, actually in April, one of their pastors that's come through that whole process is going to be with us in uh, April. Unfortunately, the whole choir can't come at the moment. You'll understand why. Uh, but one of the pastors is going to be with us, and we're looking forward uh, to that as well. So we're keeping that link alive. And also, one other thing regarding the Middle East, which is going on behind the scenes that I haven't been able to engage you with yet because of the limitations. Uh, but we are looking for ways. I'm working with some other leaders of how we can help the leaders in some of the regions of the Middle East. Now, it's a big area, and some of them are working in situations that we can't talk about from the pulpit. We can't talk about some of the difficulties or the places that they're serving. But we're believing that, again, we're blessed to be a blessing. And how can we connect with them and help them in the journey that they are on? So, two other things regarding mission. If we can put the next two slides up, uh, that would be great. Uh, what we've done last year, and I wanted you to know this, is of course we have a missions budget and, and we weren't able to go to places and do certain things. But we made sure last year we, we invested extra into these two particular missions works in Belarus 
and also in China. Now, of course, the one regarding China, I can't speak about from the platform, but please do come and ask me if you want to know more about the uh, a couple that we are teamed with and the great work that they are doing in, in China. And there will be a time when we can actually be uh, more hands-on involved in that, of course. Uh, Top Kids uh, work in Belarus with uh, Andrew and Avril Wesley. They have established an amazing work there. There's a country with so many orphan children and so many uh, foster families. And, and what they do is they provide support to the very large, I mean, when I say large, I mean 12 kids in the family. They're providing support to large foster families and respite for the, the uh, foster parents as well. So great work going on there in incredible, and I'd stress incredible poverty. But yet God's light is shining. And I'm looking forward to the day. I know we've, we had a team go out there probably six, seven years ago now. But I'm looking forward to the opportunity when uh, that can happen, that can happen again. So, if we go on to the next slide, what are we going to do? We're going to continue this next Sunday. We're going to talk about some more things regarding uh, how we're head, where we're heading towards as a church in the future. But I want to encourage us all to pray. Let's continue to pray. Let's keep that intensity of prayer in, in our own walk with Jesus, but also as a church family, when we have our prayer days and, and, and when we're praying in our groups and so on. You know, we don't enter into anything that God's leading us into without prayer. Is that right? We continue to pray. The other thing is, of course, I want to encourage you, continue to give. Continue to have an open hand. Remember, we're a generous people, and uh, you, are, you, you proved time and time again that we are generous. And I want to encourage us to continue to have that, that attitude as we want to release finances toward all the things that we want to reach out into. Whether it's being part, whether it's online, whether it's the kids' work, whether it's uh, social action, whatever it might be, it's so good to have that flow of finance that we can do what God has put on our hearts to do. So I want to encourage you to continue to give. And finally, let me just mention this, and we'll talk about this more next week. But what about joining the team? What about getting involved with, with some others in the church family? Teams, you'd be surprised the amazing range of teams that there are, not just on Sundays, but through the week. That If you just pop onto our website, you'll see there's a whole range of areas in which you can get involved. And being part of a team, if you get the opportunity to serve together, we make just a huge, huge difference. There's nothing like being part of a team. You know as a church leadership, we work as a team. You know every, every, through every uh, layer and area of how we organize ourselves as a church family, we really believe in team and serving as a team. So I want to encourage you. And thank you if you're serving on a team. No shame if you're not, but consider. Consider where, oh, where could I use what I can do? Where could I, where could I find out where I could fit into here and be part of a team to, to see our reach extended in Jesus' name? I wonder if we can pray together. Let's stand together, shall we? Thank you, Father. Lord God, we thank you for the calling on our lives as your church. We thank you for what you have established here at London Riverside Church. And Lord God, we thank you that we are in a season of both sowing and reaping. We thank you, Lord God, for signs of life. We thank you for uh, progress that has been made. We thank you, Lord God, for that which you've put in our hearts to be and do in this town and in this area. And so, Lord, we just make ourselves available afresh. 
that you would extend your reach through us, Lord God. Have your way, we pray. We know that there is still much land to be taken. We know that there is still so much that you can bring a transformation in our community, in our communities. So Lord, we make ourselves available again. We pray to this end. We give to this end. We serve to this end, Lord God, that your kingdom come and your will be done. We ask in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. That's all from us here on our London Riverside Church podcast. If there's anything you would like some more clarification on, you would like to take those next steps in your journey, then why not head over to our next steps page, londonriversidechurch.com forward slash next steps. We hope you have a fantastic week and stay blessed.